0: Bible Treasures, Topic 13, Planning Welcome to the Sound Doctrine Telecast. Praise God for all the corrective teaching we received through this series of talks. During the last four weeks, our subject has been planning. word, we want to tell you something that is very important. A wrong decision may not look that serious at the beginning, but the end will be disastrous. You know what Christian life is? It is a struggle from beginning to end in order that we may choose between God's way and the devil's suggestions. That was the first struggle of the first man whether to follow God's way or obey Satan's voice. Because evil is not totally eradicated from the face of the earth, this struggle will continue forever. And these lessons are meant to safeguard us from those perils. So far, we have done four lessons. The topic is how not to plan. Number one, do not ignore the general Bible teaching. Number two, do not pray just for God's endorsement. Lesson number three, do not be like the horse or the donkey. Last week we did lesson number four. Do not depend on your strength or your substance. Today we will move on to lesson number five. How not to plan. Do not wait for all the questions to be answered. Do not wait for all questions to be answered. Normally we are told, don't take any risk. And don't move until you have all the details. Beloved, this philosophy is very popular, but this is totally opposed to Biblical teaching on faith. God's will is that we move forward with whatever light we have. Turn with us for a classic passage in Book of Proverbs, 4th chapter. Look at the 18th words. The path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. So the path of the righteous, the way of the righteous man, it begins with the twilight. And then as he keeps moving on with whatever light he has, he comes to the point when the sun goes to the zenith, he gets the full sunlight. There was a man of God. He was a Christian leader of the 18th century in England. His name was John Newman. While he was on board a ship in the Mediterranean, once his vessel was caught up in a very bad tempest. And there was utter darkness everywhere all around. That time he composed a hymn. And that hymn became one of the most famous hymns in the world. This is the hymn that he composed. Lead kindly light amid the encircling gloom, lead thou me on. The night is dark and I am far from home, lead thou me on. Keep thou my feet, I do not ask to see the distance eh? One step enough for me. Lead kindly light amid the encircling gloom. Lead me on. The night is dark and I am far from home. Me on, keep thou my feet. I do not ask to see the distance; scene. One step enough for me. What a beautiful and meaningful hymn, but unfortunately. This hymn is become very famous only in funeral services. This hymn is not for the dead, but this is for the living. What's the prayer that we need to make at this juncture? One step enough you know, for me, Lord. Now that's how Abraham, the patriarch, walked before God. Turn with us to his story in book of Genesis 12th chapter. Look at the first words where God called him for a world missionary career. Now the Lord had said to Abraham, Get out of your country from your kindred and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. That means God had not yet shown him which land he should go. God said, you go to a land that I will show you. I will let on show you. About this, the author of the epistle of the Hebrews gives us a comment. Book of Hebrews, 11th chapter. Look at the eighth words. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would afterward receive as an inheritance and he went out not knowing where he was going. He did not have all the details available for him for his journey. Beloved, it is uh, this uh, suspense that gives thrill to Christian life. But we want to warn you about a wrong teaching that is prevalent today. Praise God for the renewed emphasis in the gift of prophecy some preachers go to the extent of telling the people we would pray for you and God will reveal a blueprint for your life God does not give us a blueprint anytime He gives us only a compass with that compass we should proceed with the light that God sheds on our path We also want to take an example for you in the New Testament from the journeys of Apostle Paul. Turn with us to the Acts of the Apostles, 20th chapter. And we'll read verses 22 and 23. See, now I go bound in the spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there. But he says in the next words, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. In other words, he says, I have a general knowledge that always persecutions await me. But as I go to Jerusalem, for example, I don't know what is going to exactly and specifically happen to me just like Abraham, he says, I go to Jerusalem not knowing what's going to happen to me. When we move on with God with whatever light that he has given us, even if we make a mistake, we have the assurance that God will correct us. Turn with us to the book of Isaiah 30th chapter. Look at verses 20 and 21 carefully the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction which means it is a critical situation you don't know which way to turn you are in a crisis and you are in a situation of darkness God says yet your teachers will not be moved into a corner anymore your eyes shall see your teachers in other words God will give you some light even in that situation and you will be moving for there. As you move further, your ears shall hear a word from behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it, whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left. With a little light that you have when you proceed, if you happen to make a mistake, don't worry, God's voice of correction from behind will be heard over your ears. So, beloved, only what God has taught us in general, when we keep doing it, we will understand the specific will of God. Turn with us to Luke's Gospel, 12th chapter for a teaching. at verse 43. Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. He keeps doing the general will of his master. And when you come to verse 47, And that servant who knew his master's will and did not prepare himself or do according to his will, he shall be beaten with many stripes. What is the lesson we have here? We should not be idle, doing nothing in the name of waiting. By the time, by every opportunity, keep working, then God's will become clear to us. That's what exactly is explicitly taught to us in Book of Ephesians, 5th chapter. Verses 15 to 17. See, then you walk carefully, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time by every opportunity, because the days are evil. The next word says, Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. That's what exactly is taught to us by Solomon in Book of Ecclesiastes. Turn with us to the ninth chapter of Book of Ecclesiastes. Look at the 10th verse. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. There is a beautiful testimony about King Hezekiah. We don't know whether you have ever come across that great statement. Turn with us to 2 Chronicles 31st chapter. We look at verses 20 and 21. Thus Hezekiah did throughout all Judea, and he did what was good and right and true before the Lord his God. In every work that he began in the service of the house of God, in the law and in the commandment to seek his God, he did it with all his heart. Therefore, he prospered. That is the secret. He did everything with a true and faithful spirit, and he prospered. That's exactly what is referred to in Book of Romans, 12th chapter and second verse. Here we read about the good, the acceptable, and the perfect will of God. However, many times when we are followers of God, His footsteps may not so clearly be known to us. Even then, we should, in faith and with faith, keep following Him. Turn with us to the book of Psalms, 77th chapter, verses 19 and 20. Your way was in the sea, and your path in great waters, and your footsteps were not known. Somebody is walking on water, you don't just are able to, you cannot identify the footsteps. But nevertheless, when you look at the 20th words, you led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Whatever light that we have, we need to be moving without waiting for all questions to be answered. In conclusion, we want to give you certain truths that you should always keep in mind. Number one, beloved, our times are in God's hand. Turn with us to the book of Psalms 31st chapter. And look at verses 14 and 15. First you look at the 15th verse. My times are in your hands. What should I do? 14th verse. Trust you, O Lord. I say you are my God. Many times we think our times are in our hands and we need to manage the whole lot. That's why we get into all sorts of tension. Next time when you are in a crisis and you want to make a plan, remember this truth. My times are safe in the hands of God. Number two, we may have so many uncertainties about our future. God whom we trust he knows the end from the beginning. Turn with us to book of Isaiah 46th chapter. Look at the 10th verse. He is declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things that are not yet done. So what is the result of that? The second portion of the two saying, my counsel shall stand. Because God knows the end from the beginning, he says, his counsel, his guidance, that alone will stand. And the third truth you should constantly keep in mind, God reveals his will to us only in stages. Because if he reveals his will totally, we won't be able to take it. That much of capacity we do not have. Because God's ways are too high for us to fully understand. Because of these biblical reasons, beloved, when we want to plan something or take a decision, don't wait for all questions to be answered. Do not waste time waiting to obtain all the details over that matter. If you spend too much time in too many options, you know what will happen? You shall become a double-minded man. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. How not to plan? Do not wait for all questions to be answered. Shall we pray? Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you because you are a God who leads us and you are a God who guides us. We pray, O God, that you teach us that great lesson of asking you only to show one step at a time. Give us the courage and confidence and faith, O God, to move ahead with whatever light that we have. Because, Lord, you are the one who leads us. Our times are in your hands. We give you all glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.